Welcome to Rise Through Style, a podcast for women stepping into their next level selves by styling their lives, businesses, bodies, and closets. I'm Christy Russell, image consultant, CEO, and media style expert. I help women embrace their bodies, take ownership of their desires, and create an authentic style that represents who they are. I'm here to show women how powerful they truly can be through style, because when women are fully expressed, we change the world. Let's jump in. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode. Today, we're going to switch gears a little bit because I thought it would be kind of cool to talk about things I would tell my younger self about style. I was actually thinking about this the other day as I was reflecting on some old pictures I had stumbled across. Do you guys ever go down a rabbit hole when you see older pictures of yourself? Because same. <laughs> I had found an old photo album because I've been switching my closet around and I found all these old things. And it got me really thinking about the journey that I've been on when it comes to my style. And I know that this is something that all of you can relate to as well, because we are all on a journey with our style. It is not something where you hit a destination and it's like, oh my God, I have arrived. I never have to work on it again. (laughs) It is definitely something that we tweak over time and that we constantly refine the more that we mature, the more that we really become more comfortable in our skin. And uh, it just got me reflecting overall as I was looking at these photos and I thought, gosh, like what would I tell myself or what do I wish I knew back in the day when it came to style that would have been more helpful for me? And so that's really what this podcast is going to be about. I've got 10 things I would tell my younger self about style, about fashion that I wish that I knew and that I just thought were kind of important because I feel like these can be nuggets of information at any point in our style journey. And so I just wanted to have this little heart to heart, if you will, and share this with all of you in case you find it helpful as well. So the very first thing that I would tell my younger self about style. And when I say younger self, I'm talking like late teens, early, like early twenties. So the one thing I would tell myself is to learn what works for you and to learn about yourself as much as possible. I think a lot of time, you know, there's almost like this shame with not knowing how to dress yourself, or that's how it can feel a lot of the time for women. And the reality that we really need to pull back here is that, you know, there's no point in our lives where we're pulled aside in in school and, you know, told like, hey, P.S., this is how you dress your body. These are the fabrics that work well for you. Here's the colors that suit you. And here's how you can mix and match things. And here's how you can accessorize. And here's, you know, how you can dress in certain situations that's going to you know, really showcase you beautifully and have you dress appropriately. Like none of that stuff is ever taught to us. We are left to kind of figure it out with over the fence advice from like neighbors, family, friends, uh, like information that we've learned in magazines or videos or what have you. And it can be really, really confusing. And, you know, I think when you we look at it through this lens, of course, we want to learn as much as possible about what works for us. And the only way to do that is to invest and learn more about who we are as possible. So whether that's from classes about style or just about things that nourish you in your soul, right? Because I really think that there's 
so much to be learned, not just in style, but as human beings always. And I feel like every time we maybe take a class, if it's art or music, or maybe it's a new thing that you're studying in your career or business or what have you, like there's always new takeaways that we obviously learn about this new skill or knowledge that we're acquiring, but it also kind of gives a a little sneak peek more into who we are as individuals. And I always think that this can be used in our style and fashion in a really new, beautiful way. And uh, so that's why I always think like learn as much about yourself as possible. Like maybe it's from an Enneagram or human design, or maybe it's about your body type. Maybe it's about uh, colors and what suit you best from a color analysis. Like these are all things that are going to give us more information and more uh, tools that we can use when we are developing our style. Because the more we learn about who we are and it's kind of like this light bulb like aha like that is who I am this are these are the things that I like you know there's a clarity that comes to view here and a confidence that comes from that as a result where we don't feel like we've got to emulate everything else that we're seeing because there's an ownership that comes into place from really establishing ourselves and having this ownership about who we are and the things that we like which I think is so beautiful. So learning what works for you creates such confidence and allows you to wear the things that you want to wear. Now, of course, this is outside of, you know, things that, you know, you have to wear (laughs) in lifestyle requirement situations, but really learning more about you is never something that's going to be a poor investment because it's going to save you time, money, aggravation. And again, just really gets you to explore more of who you are, which I think is always such a beautiful takeaway in any facet. Now, the next tip or next thing I would tell myself is that you're going to get it wrong sometimes. You're going to get it wrong. And maybe this is something that a lot of people don't want to hear because if I'm reflecting, you know, on my style, probably if someone told me you're going to get it wrong, that's really not something I want to hear (laughs) either. But the reality is, is when you are exploring, when you are learning, when you're trying a new skill, when you're trying to figure things out for yourself, you are going to get it wrong sometimes. Maybe you're going to try an outfit and, you know, you'll feel fantastic in it. But on reflection, you might be like, ooh, like not so great, right? Or maybe like, yeah, like maybe you're trying an accessory that you've never tried or a hat or like whatever, right? Or a color and something about it doesn't overly work. We've all been there. And the thing I want to offer is that it's okay to get it quote unquote wrong. Like I'm doing the air quotes because I think that, you know, you're just learning more ways that you can get it right. Style really is more about exploration, but kind of goes back to that first point. And I think it's so valuable when we take the time to get messy, play, screw up a little bit, see what works and what doesn't work. I know that we we kind of laugh in media or if we're looking back on old photos of ourselves, you know, we can have some of those cringy moments when we're looking at our style or how we used to dress ourselves. Maybe it's like a super trendy thing that we were trying out and you have that cringy moment of like, oh my God, I can't believe I wore that at one time. (laughs) We've all been there, myself included. 
But I think it's important in our style journey to explore explore sorry and experiment because that allows us to figure out what it is that we do like. So even though something may not have worked out, it doesn't mean you're bad at style. It doesn't mean you should, you know, close that chapter and forget about fashion altogether. I think this is just another opportunity for you to look at how you're one step closer to what it is that you do want. And I think that that's always a beautiful thing. So don't be scared to screw it up because you are going to get it wrong sometimes. You are going to have the outfit that didn't quite work out or didn't work for your shape or what have you. That's all a part of the learning process. And I think that that's such a gorgeous thing. Now, the next tip I would give to myself is to embrace what makes you happy. Now, I think you've probably heard me talk about this on my podcast before, but my God, I was the tortured soul for a long time. And I feel like so many of you have been through this as well, where, you know, we have an internal nudge or knowing as to the things that we love, and we don't really allow ourselves to fully go there, if you will, when it comes to our wardrobes, because we're sort of told that, oh, you know, this is sort of outdated, or you know what, you really shouldn't wear that. Or maybe a parent or someone that we think is stylish, you know, says, oh, like, don't wear that. Like, that's, that's bad. Right. And it kind of makes us scared to embrace the things that make us happy because sometimes again, it goes back to that previous point in thinking that we're going to get it wrong. Right. And there's this fear that comes up from that as a result. But what I will say, and I'm sure many of you have probably experienced this. And if you haven't, please give yourself permission is that when you do start stepping into the things that you do love, the, the passion and the, the vibrancy that will come into your style and the feel-good aspect is always going to follow. Always. I remember having a conversation with my mom, and I, I may have shared this on my podcast before. And I was a teenager, late teens at my time. I had just gotten uh, an office job. It was something that I worked throughout uh, throughout most of my high school years, part-time. And uh, I remember going to get all this beautiful business casual office wear with her for my job. And I was so thrilled that I had these gorgeous like trousers and beautiful fitted sweaters. And I had these beautiful blouses to wear. And I had this, these great accessories to kind of tie everything together. And I remember saying to her when I was, you know, trying all these things on at home and showing her the outfits, I said to her mom, like, God, I wish I could wear this stuff all the time. And my mother was probably thinking, my God, I wish you would. <laughs> because at the time I was wearing like, uh, God, what was in style there? Like my flares and sneakers and like fitted tops. And I kind of had a bit of a punk thing happening for a little period of time as well. So I think I had this like seatbelt buckle belt at one point. <laughs> Uh, and like my hemp choker necklaces and, you know, I still loved that phase of my style too, but I really, really resonated with this very like a business casual, elegant kind of feel. And I remember at that time thinking, oh, I can't wear this at high school because I'm going to look like an adult and I'm not going to fit in. And this was a very clear narrative that I had going on for a very long time. And I don't think it was probably until my late twenties where I really started embracing more of this and just accepting the fact that I really like business casual dress. I think it's so beautiful. And while my lifestyle doesn't require that level of dress all the time, I really love incorporating elements of it into my clothing because it's what makes me happy. Just like color, which was another thing I put off for the longest time, also makes me happy. But again, I made myself wrong for ages thinking that I needed to wear only neutrals and black a lot of the time. 
And uh, it's, it made me feel wrong to want anything else. So when I really started to amalgamate all of these things into my style, along with some of my like quirky jewelry and things that I love, oh my gosh, I felt like I was living in a world of, of color and vibrancy and fun and passion all of a sudden. And it was because I was aligning my style with my internal most self, the things that make me happy as an individual. And it just completely changed my world as a result. And this is something that I talk to my clients about all the time, whether it's in my Rise Through Style membership or clients that I work with one-on-one, is allowing them to figure out what makes them tick and bringing that out into their clothing as well. So so that they do feel fully expressed because everything else just becomes so easy and so much more colorful in life and so much more delicious when we're feeling like we can just be who we are, right? And this is where you kind of get out of the comparisonitis thing because you're so comfortable in what you like that you can admire another woman's style with making it mean that you are less than as a result. Because I know this is what many of you go through. You know, you see someone else's style and you think, oh my gosh, like she looks so put together. Why isn't that me? Or, oh, I should dress more like her. And then we make our own style wrong as a result. Like it's just so crazy. So when we embrace this and we feel this, this, this resonance with our internal most self, this is when style becomes really, really spectacular. And it's what I want for all of you as well. So again, embrace what makes you happy because I promise this is such a simple nugget, but it will set you free in so many other aspects outside of your closet as well. Now, the next thing I would tell my younger self about style is to learn how to dress for the situation and stand out with elegance. I think a lot of people, you know, as much as we want to say our society is very casual and especially with the pandemic and all of us having been at home and living on Zoom basically for the past year and a half, you know, a lot of people will argue that, you know, you don't need to dress up anymore and that everything is very casual and and blah, blah, blah. But I'm going to put myself out there and say, I, I call bull on all of that. I really think learning the levels of dress, which is something I teach in my personal style course and to my clients, that is worth its weight in gold. There is nothing more awkward than walking into a situation and being underdressed or not dressed appropriately for the situation you're in. So uh, I know we had talked about this a few weeks ago on the podcast, but again, if you're walking into a business situation, let's say, for example, whether you're stepping into the corporate environment or an office and you are underdressed, that's going to speak to your skill set and show your employers or manager or peers that you may not have the skills required to pull off the job because our image dictates what people think about our skill set, right? Whether it, we're dated or not, current or, and, and, and with it, the, like with the times, if you will. Um, and even in like evening situations or like black tie, if you ever get the opportunity to do that, or if you're going into a social situation where you want to dress accordingly, like let's say it's a baby shower or a wedding or like, I don't know, uh, a party of some kind, you know, you want to dress accordingly and then you stand out with elegance because you are, you know, dressed in a way that suits your body type, your personality, your coloring, uh, you've, the fit is on point, Those are all things that are going to make you stand out big time. And I really think that it shows a lot of class to dress appropriately for the situation because you're showing respect to the host or hostess 
right? Depending on, you know, where you're going or to your employers, your place of work when you are dressing appropriately. Or if you're with clients, it shows that you respect them, their time and, and who they are as well by also showing up accordingly. And it's not like I, I, I have to say like, this was something I was chewing on. I don't really feel like I ever didn't have this nailed. Like I was always very aware, but I definitely took it up a notch when I learned more about the different levels of dress and all the details that go into them. Because there's a lot of people nowadays that will say it doesn't matter. And I'm going to argue tooth and nail that it does. And I've seen it over and over again. Like I've worked with and had like politicians approach other people that are in high level positions and they really want to know how to use this effectively because it says something about the situation that they're in and can really elevate your leverage in a situation, whether that's a social setting or something more business oriented. Now, the fifth thing I would tell myself, my younger self, is that trends don't equal a better style. Part of the reason that I think a lot of us can get caught up in trends is number one, it's exciting, right? We all want to see what's current. We want to see what we can play with. We want to know what's going to come out in stores. And it's really exciting. Like I love a good trend. I do. But I think there's a difference between, you know, evaluating the trends and whether they work for you and thinking that buying more stuff, especially in the trend department, is going to equal a better style. And I think that oftentimes, you know, we as women can get caught up in looking at the trend cycle and thinking like, oh, these are the pieces I need to add to my closet. And then all of a sudden the personal style aspect somehow falls by the wayside. And this is why our closets can become a hot mess express. And I just want to offer that trends are great, but they are meant to keep the consumer purchasing. And the other thing that you want to keep in mind is that different trends are going to speak to different personality styles because all of us have very different personalities. We have different things that we are drawn to, different things that we want to have enter our closet. And so for me personally, as a stylist, I like to look at trends and see which trend is going to speak to which personality style. And if something speaks to your personality style, beautiful. Now you can bring it into your closet and have that build upon your personal style rather than having the trends dictate your closet. So I'm hoping that the discrepancy between the two is making sense because trends are going to come and go. And I don't think that there's anything wrong with playing with a lot of trends, having fun with it, exploring, because again, having fun, being messy, playing, having fun with fashion. I mean, really, that's that's such a fun side of style, of your personal style. But when it starts to dictate what's in your closet, you're going to feel your wallet burning in flames. And you're also going to feel like a fashion victim. And when I say fashion victim, I don't necessarily mean that your style is going to be wrong. I What I mean more is that you're going to feel like your closet's not you because you're not dictating, you're not taking the lead in your closet. You're letting the magazines, the fashion editors, the buyers, the designers dictate what's going to be in your closet. And that's going to change all the time. And again, our style starts to feel misaligned when it doesn't feel like us, right? So again, evaluate the trends, look at them, have fun with them, explore it, but also make sure that it works for you in that process as well. Now, the next tip that I would give myself, and this is something I tell my clients, is to invest now invest now. Now, I don't mean just invest in your skill set so you have the tools to create a style that you want, which of course, if you're ever 
wanting to learn more about this, I would love to have you in Rise Through Style because this is where I give you these step-by-step tools on how to take yourself from A to B with your style and give you access also to me so you can ask me questions in our trainings, in our Q&As. We have guest experts all the time. It just takes all of the guesswork out of style, which is so beautiful. In fact, I actually just posted to Instagram today a transformation of someone that's only been in the membership for a week. That's how fast we're seeing results, people. (laughs) It's awesome. Like, I just love seeing women in their glow up. It's so, so cool when they have the tools that that they need. So if you're kind of feeling confused on where to start with your style, I got you. This is actually something that I take you through as soon as you join the membership, as soon as you join the membership in an exclusive program to that called Your Style Story. So if you're not sure where to start, I have you covered. And then there's a next phase to kind of enter into after you've gone through that, which is really, really exciting. So I will leave the link for the membership down below. It is fashiontranslated.com forward slash rise. Or again, you can just click on the link in the show notes. So yes, invest in yourself in terms of getting the tools that you need, because again, getting more information, learning more about yourself is going to give you that confidence and clarity, but also invest in the sense of your clothing. And I know that this is something that can be triggering for some people. Money can be a hot topic. All of us have different budgets. I totally get that. But when you really start evaluating where you spend your time, what you're going to need in your wardrobe, what you want in your wardrobe, what kind of cuts work for you and that you'd like to see on your body, there are going to be those hardcore pieces that you wear over and over and over and over. And so it makes sense if you're going to get a lot of wear and tear out of something to buy less, but invest in a better quality. So I show my clients how they can create like different capsules if they want to, whether they want to be a minimalist or just use the capsule like formulas to expand their wardrobe or whether you just want to be like more cautious in terms of how you purchase things so that you're really mindfully curating a closet that's going to function well for you. Because again, our closets have to function for our lifestyle or what are we talking about? Like, and and this is honestly, it's something I see a lot of women run across is, you know, we buy all the sparkly fun things and then they're still sitting in front of their closet in their underwear thinking, oh my gosh, I have nothing to wear because they never filled the things that they need to make their their wardrobe work for their lifestyle, right? Like our clothes at the end of the day really have to be workhorses for us and hopefully should be fun and help us level up as a result. But you want to make sure you're getting clear on those lifestyle pieces, the stuff that you know you need and that you're going to wear time and time again so that you can invest in a great quality so that you're not having to purchase said new item every single year or every six months. Right. And this is why I love having a high, low effect in my wardrobe. I have some investment pieces I've spent a lot of money on, and there are other pieces that are cheap and cheerful and are great for the time being. And I'm happy to use them until they fall apart. And then, you know, happy to donate or discard accordingly when the time comes. Right. But yes, invest now because I like when I think back to some of the things that I know I've purchased, like some of the dress pants, for example, that I know I've purchased over and over and over again because I never got the original like better quality. It blows my mind. And I'll never forget, even when I had gone through my image consulting training in my 20s, I remember looking at my instructor on her very first day and she came out and I'm talking the most spectacular pants I think I have ever seen And I remember saying to her, oh my God, I love your pants. Where did you get those from? 
And she said, oh, thanks. They're Armani. And they're 20 years old. And I was blown away. (laughs) And at the time, Armani was like far beyond my budget. I would say it's far beyond most people's budgets. But the point is, is that she saved for it and she only buys like a very small few things every year. I'm starting to become the same way, but I'll invest a higher dollar in something that I know the quality is there, the fits there. It's exactly what I want and need. And so that I can shop far, far less, but I can get a better quality. And so it's not about buying like a super, super high-end designer thing. It's just invest and get the best quality that you can afford so that your dollar is stretching further and you're getting a better versatility in your wardrobe long-term. Now, the next thing that I would tell myself is to pay attention to the little things. Now, the little things can mean many things. It can mean alterations because having your pieces fit like a glove makes all the difference in the world. It could be paying attention to accessories that are the finishing touches to an outfit. It could be little things like steaming your clothes to make sure you don't look like you've just come out of the hamper in the morning, right? Paying attention to little things is what's going to elevate any outfit. And out of that, I would actually say and argue that the alterations is probably the biggest thing because when we have things that fit us like a glove, it boosts our confidence because we love how we look in the mirror and it elevates the overall outfit as a whole. So actually even a client of mine recently, we had done some personal shopping for her for her brand photo shoot that's upcoming. And we got her these fantastic pieces that were in her color palette. They were on brand for her, like all the things they all mixed and matched. And, uh, She loved them, but she had actually just messaged me today and said like, oh my God, I just like took them to the seamstress. And once we had everything pinned, because we had talked about this, her and I, she's like, I can't believe how much better they looked. Like it just went off the charts for her at that point. And I thought like, I know, like this is the thing, right? Like when we get the things and just take it that extra step to make sure that we're paying attention to the little things and the fit is totally nailed. Whoa. What a difference. And you can do this with anything. Doesn't matter how much money you've invested in a garment. Always ask yourself when you're shopping, am I willing to make the extra investment, the five, 10, 20, whatever dollars to make this item perfect? Because I promise you when it is for you, you're going to want to wear it twice as much. Now, the next thing I would tell myself, my younger self is to love your body. Love your body. Learn to love it at whatever stage it's at. There's so many photos now where I look back and I remember how much I tortured myself when I was younger about my weight. And because I didn't know anything about my body, especially in my teens, I remember because I'm, I'm more curvy in my thigh and hips because of my body shape. And I remember one of my best friends at the time had a totally different body shape than me. So her legs were much more pin straight, little to no curve. And I remember just being a teen girl and like the simple act of sitting beside her, uh, like in a car, let's say, for example, or on a chair. And, you know, our all of our legs, like they kind of expand, right, when we're sitting down. And I remember comparing my legs to hers and thinking I was fat, because my legs were bigger than her. And I wasn't like, I was a freaking toothpick in high school. <laughs> and I didn't understand to love my body because we were just two completely different body types. And this is why I encourage women to learn more about their shape too, because it's so beautiful to just embrace your shape and realize this is your beautiful, stunning skeletal structure. And that we all have different curve in different areas. Doesn't matter what shape you are. 
And I wish that I had not tortured myself that way when I was in my teens and learned to love and appreciate my silhouette so much harder because my confidence would have been so much better. I, I, I was never someone that was like terrible confidence in, in high school, but I definitely tortured myself to the nth degree, which I feel like a lot of women can relate to. And I remember that scenario specifically until I learned more about my shape. And I, I, I know a lot of women can relate to this when they look back at old photos and they'll, they'll even tell me in my client sessions, they'll say, I remember looking at these photos of me in my teens or twenties or whatever. And I remember thinking I was so fat, like what the hell was I thinking? <laughs> right? Like it's crazy in hindsight, the things that we put ourselves through and our body's always going to change with, you know, stress, with how we eat, with how we take care of ourselves, with how much we move our bodies from hormones, everything else. And regardless, our body does its best job to keep us breathing, moving, doing all the things during the day, loving on others, hugging others, uh, you know, engaging with our physical world. It does so much for us. We got to learn to love it better. Got to learn to love it better. Now, the next tip is that confidence goes a long way. Confidence goes miles when it comes to style. Confidence is such an attitude and style is also an attitude. If you feel like you are rocking something, honey, that is all you need, really, truly. I love seeing videos of people that are just dressed to the nines. Their outfit could be wildly outrageous. And maybe there's like some music blaring and they're kind of like strutting to this music. And even if their outfit is kind of a hot mess, you can't help but smile watching these videos because they just own it, right? Confidence is contagious. You can't help but smile when you're around these types of people. And when you're feeling confident, you like, or you're seeing someone that's like with confidence, you can't tell them anything about their style. Why would you? They don't care for your opinion, right? And that's how you would feel as well if you're feeling confident in your own skin. If you can get behind the clothing that you're wearing and truly feel like you are rocking it, that goes miles in style. That is something that makes people also turn their heads when you're walking down the street because people can feel that energy. You know what I mean? So I could be wearing, maybe maybe I'm experimenting with something, right? Like, let's go back to that messy action. If you feel confident about something that you've put together, it doesn't matter because you're still going to strut through that day feeling so good. It goes a long way in style. Now, the next thing I would tell myself is that style is a journey and not a destination. I think we all have this illusion that style is something that you learn and you never have to work on again. And this is something that I dispel in any format of a client that approaches me, whether it's through my programs, membership, individually, is that there is no end goal or destination because we as humans are constantly evolving. We are learning new things. We are taking on new interests and ideas and times change, trends change, what's current changes. And so it makes sense that we as humans are also going to change as a result. And because our clothing is always a reflection of who we are, it makes sense that what's also happening in your closet is going to shift as a result. So this is why I tell women to, you know, learn the tools that serve you, that you can take with you for a lifetime, because it will be timeless information that you can use at any stage in your life. 
And I think when we look at this as more of a journey rather than a destination, we can take some of the pressure off. Let me be the one to tell you, you are not behind. Just because someone else has figured out what works for them doesn't mean that you are behind. Your journeys are different. There are different things you are learning in life. This is the same for business. I tell my clients that I coach all the time. It's not a winning, this is not a race with other people. You are not in competition with anybody. This is a journey for you, for your business, for your style, for your closet, for your development. It's a journey, not a destination. So allow yourself to enjoy the process of playing, getting messy, learning more about you. That's what it's all about. That's what it's all about. And I think the more we take the pressure off, the more we can truly enjoy the experience rather than feeling tortured by it. Because again, style should be a a form of self-expression. It should be fun. And yes, it can be a tool to help us also get ahead in life. But you don't want to torture yourself the whole way through because it's just going to make you miserable and take away from that loving your body, taking away your confidence, all the things, right? So enjoy the journey because that's what it's all about. If you enjoyed this episode, please screen or <laughs> screenshot it, sorry, share it on your Instagram story, tag me. I would love to hear. And if you would be honored or if you would, sorry, I would be honored if you would take the time to also give it a five-star review on iTunes. It allows more women to find our special community and show. And I would be so honored if you took the time to do so. So I'm sending you much, much love and I will catch you in the next episode. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode. If you enjoyed it, I would be honored if you would leave me a review on iTunes. And if you really loved it, please be sure to share it and tag me on social media, which is at Christy Russell, to let me know. I'm always so excited to hear your thoughts. Sending you guys all the love to the moon and back, and I'll see you in the next episode.